In this week's episode, I share some stories of crazy Australians and my train catching on fire. We talk about the Speak Like Me Spotify playlist, and we learn a bunch of great vocabulary, such as different ways to talk about effort. We also answer an awesome listener question. All right, guys, welcome back to episode 52 of Speak Like Me English. I'm Jacob from England. And I'm Chris from Australia. And we are your English teachers from a distance. We're going to teach you some cool words and phrases phrases today through our silly conversations and just teach you some cool stuff as we go. In case you're listening for the first time, Speak Like Me, we're a language school based in Prague and we make language courses that aim to get you to conversational fluency as fast as possible by focusing on the things that are used the most in real life conversation. We've got a bunch of different courses. Oh, well, not a bunch. We've got three for English. So, uh, and they go in order of the things you should learn. And you can check all that stuff out on our website, speaklikeme.cz. Um, but the point of this podcast is to have more advanced conversations for people who already speak really good English, but just want to get even better, learn more native phrases, and have a bit of a laugh as well. Like occasionally, we have a bit of a laugh. Uh, how are you doing over Try there, Chris? To. Try to. Yeah, I'm doing okay. <laughs> doing okay? Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, How's your day going so far? It's Monday. It's a it's a tough day. Uh, yeah, and it's a it's pretty it's been pretty warm in Prague lately. Uh, yeah, I so heard. So hard to uh, get up and get out of bed and uh, do stuff, but you know we're getting through it. It's all right. Yeah, um, and by by hot know. it means you mean like thirty five around thirty like degrees. Oh, not thirty five. Oh, okay. right. Around like thirty degrees. Like I mean, it's manageable for me. It's fine. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, cool. Well, this is yeah. going to be our it's going to be our last podcast from. Australia, or my last one from Australia, and I have to be honest, thank God, I'm looking forward <laughs> to, uh, to moving on, um, uh-huh. just to celebrate the event, I've just, I tried to get an Australian looking cider, I've got a, it's called hard cider, Okay. Um, which, I don't know if you know this Chris, but in England we don't call it hard cider, we just call it cider. Sure. Do you know what the hard means, like, I in mean, what way is like, it hard? Well, I think with, it's like... I think it means like liquor. It it contains it contains liquor, and okay. because like some ciders, it's just it's non-alcoholic. But oh, I don't know. Okay. I, could, I, right. I I feel like in the past couple of decades or whatever, like cider, you can just use cider to talk about alcoholic cider as yeah, well, yeah. Um, okay. because of brands like um, Copperberg and um, Recorderlig and things like mm. that got really really popular, yeah. and. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, listeners, yeah. So, I'm almost gonna, I'm gonna be back soon. I'll be back in in a, in a few weeks in Prague. So, you can look forward to some good audio quality again. I want to apologize for the slightly shitty audio today. I can hear the echo. I'm in a horrible little room in this hostel. Um, I was outside by the pool five minutes ago, and it was nice and calm out there. And then these two, like I would describe them as man children. Um, <laughs> which is basically a man who acts like a child. These two guys came out easily in their mid-twenties and started bombing, into the, doing bombs into the pool. Uh-huh. So a bomb is when like, you basically jump into the pool and you, you, you hold your legs against your chest. Um, yeah. And they got a football out. They started kicking the football around. Uh-huh. They can obviously see me there with my fucking headphones on, microphone out. They're making as much noise as you, can, as you want, you know? Uh-huh. Oh, uh huh. So first of all, we would call that a cannonball, like yeah, jumping yeah. into yeah, yeah, a cannonball. But wait, sorry, wait, what, what, 
what what time this is a a pool like a public i mean public for the people that are at this place right yeah and what time is it that this was Uh, happening 6 30 in the evening okay then all right i mean yeah perfectly fine Uh perfectly fine chris it was just that i had found a quiet spot and i was happy about that i had myself set up you know and then Uh just as we're about to call these two dudes came in you know perfectly fine to have a bit of fun in the pool I was just like, bad luck, you know? Yeah. So yeah, now yeah, I'm stuck sure. in this little little echoey room here, but really looking forward to getting back to our, our studio in Prague. I miss, the, um, I miss the studio vibes, you know, having a drink in person. We're going to have to celebrate with a whiskey when I sure. get back. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Um, I thought, as it's my last, um, my last podcast from Australia and last week in Australia, I could give a little a little wrap-up, a little conclusion of what I think of Australia. If you're yeah, okay yeah, with that. yeah. You were yeah. telling us that, uh, you were telling me that you're quite excited to leave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so forth. What, so yeah, tell I us. I can't, can't remember what, what it takes you exactly, but um, yeah, long story short, my conclusion after six weeks in, in Australia um, is that it's really, really similar to England. Mm-hmm. As in, like, it has all the things that I hate about England, you know, which is the the reason I left England. Um, So the reason I left England, in case, you know, there's new listeners who don't know, I left left England when I was 21. Um, I just hate the vibe of the whole place, you know, like, it is a bit of a mix of the weather, the weather sucks, but it's more about the people and the culture and... People live just to go out on Friday night and get wasted. They're a bit aggressive. They're unhappy with their lives. It's just a negative vibe in the whole country. Um, And here, like the weather for sure, it's better. It's better. I'm quite enjoying having some familiar food as well. I have have been, what's the word for this? Um, Shit. What's the word, Chris, when you know you're not going to have something again for a long time, so you have a lot of it now? Oh, yeah. My goodness. Um, this is what I've been I mean, doing with, a, with bacon. Okay, then. All yeah. right. Well, enjoying it while you can, while it lasts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I've, I've been, maybe I could guess, I guess I could say having my fill of bacon and egg uh, breakfast mm. buns because it's a proper like English and Australian kind of common breakfast food. It's like a bacon and egg bap or roll mm-hmm. um, and they're delicious. I've been having them almost every morning with a coffee. I found a nice place around the corner. So I've been really having a lot of that. But uh, yeah, overall, I have to say, Australia is not the magical land that I thought it was going to be. Like for many (laughs) years, I thought like this is the land, like the promised land, you know, Um, like amazing weather and the people are going to be awesome. I'm going to find an Australian wife. I'm going to have Australian kids. I'm glad I did this trip because now I realize I don't want any of that, you know. Uh Um, The people here, uh, I'm Honestly, so much worse than I thought they were going to be. Um, like, I just, uh, there's obviously nice people wherever you go, but on average, they're kind of loud, like overly loud, uh, disrespectful. And so, what I've noticed is they're so quick and easy to get mean and aggressive with each other. Um, it really actually kind of shocked me a bit. Like, how quick it is. There was two examples of this this week. Um, the f- first one was last night. I went to see the women's uh, World Cup final between England and Spain. Did you watch oh, it? Oh, who won? Uh, Spain. 
Okay. Um, I just happened to be walking. Uh, remember, happened to, guys. This is from our first course, Essential English. It means it's a coincidence. It's a modal verb, so it's followed by the bare infinitive. I happened to be walking uh, past a pub, and I saw the game playing. So I said to myself, why not? You know, I can watch the last half an hour of it. So I went in the pub, sat down, and it was like a nice vibe. You know, people was like watching the game, and um, and then like one woman, um, she was like, she was like, oh, that was terrible. Like something, something about the football, you know. Mm. And this guy turned around and he's like, well, why don't you just shut the fuck up, love? And and I was like, what a massive <laughs> overreaction! Like, what well, is a uh -huh. football game, man? And then then she was like, why well, you don't? Why don't you just fuck off, motherfucker? And they just uh -huh. suddenly got so kind of pissed with each other. Aggro. Like, it's gonna be aggro. Is, uh, okay, can you explain aggro? That's great. Just aggressive. So to yeah. be aggro is to be aggressive. That's it. That's literally yeah. it. So they were being aggro. They just got so quickly like angry and pissed off for no reason. Like it was weird. Um, and I've noticed this like. Would you agree with this, like, kind of characterization of Australians? They're sort of quick to anger, quick to being aggressive, and, oh, yeah, can't, blah, blah, blah. They get very into this cunty stuff very quickly. <laughs> never, I've, ne I've never heard the C word so much in my life, Chris. Uh-huh. Um, and, yeah, you broke your, uh, oh, uh, you shit, broke your I did. rule oh. of, of, of never saying, oh, I'll never say this. Oh, I'm far Whoops. too well-behaved and, and, and mild-mannered to say the C Sorry, word Mom. on now. Sorry, Mum. Sorry, Gran, if you're listening. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, absolutely. Like people absolutely love using the C word, like aggressively. So you know, I've used yeah. it before, of course, but in uh, I don't know. I think to a degree, um, uh, at a degree to which it was appropriate. But people just throw it out willy nilly. That's a nice word. Mm, to yeah. do something willy nilly is just like without a care. Um, uh, just as much as you want, as much as you like, uh, as much as you feel is appropriate. Um, yeah. And yeah, they absolutely do get like quite aggressive. And I mean, especially at sports matches uh, mm. and sporting events and, and things like that. Uh, but like when I've seen it, it's at sporting matches, it's at least semi understandable because it's. If I went to an AFL match, it's like the fans of one team getting angry with, aggro with the fans of another team, let's yeah, yeah. say. Um, uh, or maybe even fans of each other, like of the same team. Um, but there's like at least a little bit of understandability with that yeah, because yeah. this is their team that they support and they're super passionate about it. Like these people at this, it's England versus Spain. Yeah. What are you getting super passionate about like uh, you could be you could be wanting a good match of a, a good mm -hmm. game of soccer mm -hmm. or whatever but like jeez to get that um uh to get that aggro with somebody yeah. else and what uh, i yeah. what, what's weird is it, it it's it feels like really genuine like they are actually really angry it's not sort of like just like surface like having fun anger like they're right. genuine they're genuinely like enraged like they're super mm. angry and this is just one example there's lots of examples um of people doing this and i i really didn't like the vibe and mm -hmm. also like they that they um i say they like most people that they seem um, a bit racist, to be honest, um, and just like always saying shit about like the the Aboriginal people, mm, and mm -hmm. um, yeah, like 
just not not a great vibe. Uh, so the other example was this. Um, I wanted to tell this little story. I had a train train journey from hell um, to get back to Cairns, which is where I am now. This is where I'm going to be leaving from. Um, so I was staying at Magnetic Island last week. Um, fantastic place. You've not been there, right, Chris? No, probably no. not. Definitely recommend if any if any of our listeners go to Australia, put Magnetic Island on your list. It's one of the places you can see lots of koala bears in the wild. And I actually saw a koala bear in the wild, just in a tree. And it was so weird, like not seeing it in a zoo, you know, because you like you get used to seeing this kind of stuff just in the zoo. And it was just chilling out on a tree. It looked at me, it waved, and I was like, this is great. <laughs> this is awesome. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, really had a nice time there. And um, But then I had to get the train up to Cairns because I've sold my motorbike. Motorbike's gone. Um, I lost How much did you get for it? I Don't ask. Four, no, you can, I, it's, it's fine. I got $4,250 for it. Okay, then. And I bought so it like a little bit more than half, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So I, I essentially paid $4,000 to rent a motorbike for five weeks. Uh-huh. So there you go. You know, you, you live and you learn, which is an expression that's come up a few times in my lessons this week. You live and you learn is a nice little expression. It's pretty self-explanatory. You do things and then you learn from them. All right. Uh, that's a song I need to... Uh, I need to make a note to add to the um, uh, podcast music. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, the playlist. Uh, yeah, The Spotify playlist. Because that's a that's an Alanis Morissette song. You live, okay. you learn. So that's something we've not told the audience about yet, our listeners. We've made a... Oh, sorry. We've made a... <laughs> it's, the, it's the hard ciders going down the wrong hole. Um... So we made a playlist on Spotify called Speak Like Me, The Playlist, I believe is the name. And the idea is that we're going to put songs in there that somehow illustrate or show uh, like interesting words or grammar topics from our courses. And um, I think I'm going to have to put some rules on what kind of songs go in there. I think it should be like in the title, there's like one of our topics or one of our words. Because uh, I don't know if you noticed, Chris... <laughs> I put I put it in the WhatsApp group. I was like, hey, anyone can add words to it. I, I checked this playlist back like 10 minutes later. Lucy's added like 700 songs to the playlist. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was expecting people to add one or two. And most uh-huh. of them most of them I can't actually see like what why it's in there. Like what what is it about the song that makes it like an English one? So I need to check with her about that. Um uh-huh. But yeah, so feel free to check it out, guys. Speak Like Me, the playlist on Spotify. Um, and we'll try and make it that each song in the title it like is about some grammar or, you know, so we can tell you, like, if you want to learn Present Perfect, listen to this song. Or at least, like, if it's not in the title, that it's, like, the, in the song, it's very, very obvious. Um, because, like, yeah. it, not everything is going to be... Uh, uh, not everything is going to be in the title. Like maybe a, a song has like a weird, um, yeah, has a weird name or something. Let's have a look in there now. So, what do we have in the Speak Like Me playlist so far? You're uh, like How long ago was it that you? Uh, a couple of weeks. Posted? It ago. wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't super long ago. So um, we've got one good one from uh, from Lucy. Would have, could have, should have by Taylor Swift, which perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's perfect for past modals. Would have done, could have done, should have done. Um, then a lot of stuff, uh, I wish I was, which is, again, that's nice. It shows how to use the wish structure. Is that by Skilo? It's by the Avet brothers. I don't know who that is. Okay. But yeah. 
Um, then a lot of ones that I don't quite know. Someone that I used to know. I guess that's good for the used to topic, for sure. Sure, yeah, and that's a really, really great song. I think it, well, probably everybody knows it. It was like um, number one for like, what, like 40 weeks or something when it came out? In like it, it, every country. Yeah, which was so weird because it was such a random kind of song in a way, you know. But it was really good and that, yeah, I think yeah. that's what did it. It was like, it's a really, really good song. For sure. We've got one here called About Down Time, Lizzo. Mm -hmm. Oh, this song, yeah. Okay, not bad. Okay, what else do we have here? Okay, I think we can, we can spend the <laughs> Excellent next... Excellent contest for the content for the <laughs> listeners, Jesus. <laughs> okay, what else do we have on here? Um, does your mother... Like, okay, are you looking at the same list as me, Chris? Uh, no, I'm, well, I'm trying to find it, but... Uh, okay, right, yeah, okay. Uh, so we've also got, like, ones I don't quite understand why they're here. Like, please, please, please let me something by the Smiths. What's this? Please, please, please let me let me get what I want. Okay, so I'm going to clarify with Lucy why a lot of these are in here. Um, but yeah, I think it could be fun. Over time, we can build up a nice playlist of cool songs that you can learn English to. You know, <laughs> songs to learn to. Um, so can I tell my train stories? I had to get the train from Townsville up to Cairns which should have been a six-hour journey. And mm -hmm. um, I needed to get here on time as well because I had a lesson at 4 o'clock, so I was supposed to get here at 2. I had to like wake up early at like 5, get the ferry from the island to the mainland, and then walk to the train station by 8. Got on the train. Within the first 20 minutes, the, uh, the air conditioning broke down on the whole train. Okay. Um, which, even in wintertime, is quite tragic on an Australian train, it was like 27 degrees outside, which is not that hot. But this train, got it got real hot real fast. Like, I don't even know what, I guess, like, obviously the, the it's, it's got really hot in there. A lot of people on the train. And after a, few, after a couple of hours, it was like, uncomfortable. I was not comfortable at all. And, like, the old people on the train were starting to be like, oh, I can't breathe, like, I'm going to pass out. And I was like, oh, shit, like... This is not good. Um, like, I was, like, sweating through my clothes just sitting on the train doing nothing, you know. Mm. So that was the first problem. Problem number two, after about three or four hours, there was an electrical fire on the carriage behind mine. Um, I started, like, you know how, like, rumors, like, spread through, like, a train or something? People started sure. whispering, and then I heard someone say, there's a fire on the carriage behind us. And I was like, the fuck, a fire on a train? And that they were like, there's smoke like billowing out of the ceiling. And I was like, billowing? Okay, so this is a good word. This is a good it's word. It's a great so, word. Uh, I mean, so it's not super useful, no, but yeah, it's still yeah, a yeah. good word. This is what I characterize as a really not useful word. Um, but we're just, we're just excited because it's such a specific, unusual word. So to billow is what smoke does when it's... When there's a lot of it. When there's lots of it and it's like sort of pumping out. It's kind of like pumping in a way. Mm. but with smoke. So smoke was, imagine smoke coming very quickly out of something. Smoke was billowing out of the, the ceiling in the, in the train. Apparently one of the lights had like, something had gone wrong with it, and like you know, it caught on fire or something. So they had to stop the train at the next station and move all the people from that carriage into my carriage. And my carriage was already pretty full, but now it was like really full. Like all the seats were taken, people were standing, 
which only made the heat problem worse, right? That the air conditioning had broken down. So put, put these two things together equals not good conditions for Australians who tend to get angry pretty quickly, you know? So, like, a few of them were bitching about, like, oh, how, these, these fucking train companies don't give a fuck about their electrical systems and all this stuff. And like, the conductor was there, and the conductor is the person who, like, um, checks the tickets, essentially, on the train. It's the train conductor. You'd agree with that, Chris, the conductor? I thought it was the driver of the train. What, the conductor? Yeah, I thought... No, the conductor's the person who walks up and down, checks the tickets and stuff. Okay. I'm, at least in England, I'm, that's, what we call, that's what I've always called them. Maybe I've been wrong my whole life, but uh, conductor. Because we would call that the ticket inspector. Oh, okay. I'm just going to type it in, just Google it. And then, so it would um, just be a train driver? I guess so, yeah. And uh, yeah, it says here, a conductor, which says North American English, is a train crew member... Um, responsible for operational and safety duties that do not involve actual operation of the train. Okay, all right, yep. Yep, okay. Um, so, so the conductor was there, and people were, like, screaming at the conductor, like, like how dare you put us on this fucking boat broken train, you know? And I was sat there like, guys, you fucking idiots. Like, obviously, it's not her fault. She wasn't checking yeah. the lights of the train, you know? Um, and then um, there was this... You know how this is like to some people who are truly horrible, Chris? Just like yeah. truly horrible humans. Um, there was one of them, unfortunately, on the train um, who started making it a racial issue. Of um, course. And she was like, do you know what? There's not even a fucking fire back there, I bet. They just want to move all those fucking black people into our carriage. Oh, no. Dude. Dude. And this woman was right behind me on the seat behind me. Um, and there was like a black family that had come up from the, the train. Unfortunately, the, the, the mum of that black family also happened to be, she seemed like a very confrontational person as well. So these two, these two uh, personalities together did not match that. She was like, you fucking cunt. Calling mm. me a, 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 a you know, N-word. How dare you? I served, I served my fucking country, you bitch. You know, and she starts going off. It starts getting louder and louder. They're like screaming at each other on this train. Other people start joining in. It starts feeling with the heat and everything. Like there's going to be a fucking riot on this train, Chris. I was like, I'm not going to be able to do another podcast again. We're all going to be, you know, taken out. And uh, the conductor came to try and calm them down. But I thought they were going to physically fight. Fortunately, sure. they, they, di they didn't. Um, but it was very, very uncomfortable for the rest of the journey. And they, they, they wouldn't let it go. And maybe mm. that's a good expression to let something go. I guess it's the same in Czech, actually. They wouldn't let it go. They wouldn't stop talking about it. They kept bringing it up again and again. Like, there'd be 10 minutes of silence. And then you'd hear one of them say, oh, I can't believe that fucking bitch. But she'd say it loud enough for the other for one the to other hear. For the other person to hear. And then she'd, yeah. Who are you calling a bitch? And they would start going again, you know. I felt like I aged about three years in that seven-hour journey. <laughs> it was truly horrible. Truly horrible. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I completely understand. That is a, um, yeah, that is a nightmare situation and um, just a total horror story. Uh, well, a thing that we can say is, well, so this whole episode and you saying these things and all the rest of that. Okay, all right, because the the 
the message that you sent me was something along the lines of um, after experiencing Australia for however long, I now I totally know what you mean about Australia yeah. and I 100% agree with you. Yeah. Uh, and then I asked you for clarification because I didn't, uh, uh, I couldn't remember exactly what it is that I'd said. But anyway, my point is, is that uh, we have a saying in English, which is I told you so. Mm, that's nice. Uh, like this is a thing that I told you in the past that would be true and you didn't believe me and now uh, it, uh, and now it is true you, and you know it, you see mm-hmm. that it is true. So I mm-hmm. told you so. I told you that this would be the truth of the matter. Yeah. And maybe another good expression to teach through this is so when you believe something, like I believed that Australia was this magical, magical land full of koala bears and happiness, and then you find out that actually it's not that great. You have to kind of admit that you're wrong, right? You have to be humble. So um, a nice expression we have in English for this that Chris, I'm sure, has already guessed from the word humble is um, to eat humble pie, which means, <laughs> which we do say in England a lot. I don't know about <sighs> Australia, Chris. What's the, what's the, what's the problem? Uh, it's, it's just such a rare thing to say. Like, it's not like you would hear that twice a year if that eating humble pie is i think a more common one is to like eat to eat crow i hear that a lot um I've nev- and I've especially never heard that in like my life. uh americans would say that a lot okay and okay. so a lot of uh, a lot of our listeners would listen to a lot of american content and they would talk about um uh eating crow there's another one that i can't think of off the top of my head okay uh but yeah eating humble pie that just sounds like such a early 20th century Downton Abbey kind of thing. Remember, you've not lived in England. This is something that we do say often. Like, this is definitely more than like a twice a year thing. Not like all the time, every day. Mm. But it's a commonly used expression. Obviously okay. not not in Australia, I guess. But um, yeah, but and in I, England like, for Probably sure. not in the United States either, I would imagine. No, definitely not. No, I wouldn't think yeah. so. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm, pr- I'm more than happy to eat my slice of humble pie and admit that I was wrong. Um, mm. And I can't even remember what you said about Australia, Chris, but I remember you, you said you didn't like it and something about the people. Um, but yeah, like 100% the people are, are not the best here. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just don't really feel like it's that sort of special. It's like, you know. I will, um, cause I, and I, I still fully believe that. And yeah, you have had, you now have had the uh, uh, the experience that you've had, and that's a reasonably accurate one. Um, but to just run uh, a little bit of defense for Australia, um, yeah, sure. uh, in in your uh, in your experience, you only went up and down the coast of Queensland. You yep. went from. Uh, did you even go to Brisbane? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So between like uh, Brisbane and Cairns, uh, so up and down that coast, that is like a very, very small part of the country, mm-hmm. right? Like uh, there are Australia is a big place. It's not very populated, but it is a big place, and there are different kinds of people and different kinds of cultures or different attitudes in uh, in in different cities, um, and yeah, like the coast. Well, just Queensland in general. Like, you have to think of it as being, like, the Texas or the Florida of Australia, right? Really? It's not our best. These are not our best and brightest people. Yeah, I mean, like, in, in terms of people, like, 
moving there to retire it's it is the florida of australia like elderly people move okay. to queensland because it's warm um uh, it's warmer than melbourne right. and tasmania and adelaide let's say uh during the winter or it's like more consistent uh let's say and then yeah it's a very uh basic sort of economy uh, and the kinds of jobs that people have. Like, this is a farming and mining place, mm. right? People farm sugarcane and bananas and things like that. And then um, in certain places, it's mining. Like, that's the economy of Queensland for the most part. And then, of course, tourism. Uh, but, yeah, this is this is not a high society Mm. you know, richly cultured area. Okay. Uh, and, you know, there are nice people to be met in other... It's not like absolutely everybody in Australia is exactly yeah, yeah, like yeah. this. Uh, uh, there is a lot. You can reliably run into the kinds of people that you had interactions with. Like those kinds of interactions, not out of place at all in parts of Melbourne. Definitely mm. not. Um, but my point is, is that there are nice places to go. There are nice people to meet. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, for me, it's, so it's just it's just felt very very similar to 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 England. It's like I'm getting flashbacks of being in England from being in Australia, and sure. it's, it's reminding me of all the reasons. Like I'm not really saying all the reasons now because it's like I can't even almost consciously say what they are. But um, all the reasons that I want to I wanted to leave England, I'm feeling that again, and I'm feeling mm. really excited to to be back in Europe. To be honest with you, like. We've got it. We've got a good deal, Chris. I think in Czech Republic, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I like living here. We're really I lucky. Like we can li- we can live there. Um, just one other thing that happened to me this week. Um, <laughs> just, just to top it off, just to top. Okay, so maybe is that a good expression? Would you say? I think it's yeah, absolutely expression. to top it off. So, yeah. couple so of like, meanings, but go on. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm thinking in the meaning of like. Um, in a negative way, that like a bunch of negative things happened, and then like one final negative thing happened, and that thing was like it made everything. It was like the final like like it thing really that happened. cemented your opinion about yeah. It really it. cemented, which means to put into cement, like make something very concrete and uh, clear. Uh, my opinion. So to top it off, I get back to this. Uh, hostel in Cairns, which is where I started six weeks ago. And uh, I go into my room and there's this really old guy like in my room. There's like six people in the room. There's this really old dude. That he must be in his 80s, right? And he looked a bit like he wasn't, he didn't look normal, right? He's like, he was standing there in his like shirt and underwear. Um, and just looked a bit just off, you know, like a bit of a crazy kind of look. And I was like, okay, this is, you know, interesting. I sit on my bed and, uh, you know, start unpacking my stuff. Five minutes later, I started smelling a bad smell. Mm. And this dude had pooped his pants uh-huh. in the room, like for, just full on pooped his pants. And then he just like casually picked up his sheets and left the room and went went off somewhere. But the smell remained for a long time. It lingered. 
Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So to linger is with a smell, right? When it stays. After. More than just a smell, it can be with lots of things. But go on. Yeah, yeah. So the smell lingered, and I was. This was just like I was like, "What is this?" This was the same day as the train journey. Uh huh. And I was just like, I had to go through all that train shit, and now a guy's fucking pooping himself in my room, and he was there all night. Um. I think it happened the next day as well. I'm not 100% sure, but I smelled something funky the next day. And, you know, it just I felt obviously sorry for the guy. I'm like, why you shouldn't be staying in a hostel with six other people when you're in your 80s, you know? Like, something's obviously gone wrong. But at the same time, I felt sorry for me. I was like, I don't want to have to deal with this, you know? So, there we go. That was my last story. It's, it was a tough week, Chris. It was tough, trains and old guys pooping themselves. Um, but it made me think about your hostel you know, that you worked in in Prague. Uh, did you have rules about like that, like age, like how old people can be? Because I know some some hostels have rules about this. Um, like I mean, there wasn't a maximum age, that's for sure. Like oh, okay. you, you know, if you, uh, and then even minimum ages, uh, like probably. I don't even know. It was like pr- it would have been pretty young, I suppose. Like I don't know. We, like we never found ourselves in that situation okay. where right. it's like you know, like a twelve-year-old wanting to stay there by themselves or something like that. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. can't think of anything specific. Apparently, it's a big thing in South America. Uh, where apparently, I don't know, I could be completely wrong on this. So this is just something that I remember reading in a hostel receptionist's Facebook page. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, it was about like it was a couple or something like that. And or it was like a, a guy and a girl and the girl was underage. But, you know, it was like maybe a 19-year-old and a 16-year-old or something like that. Maybe uh-huh. not completely above board, uh, which we've explained before as being, uh, let's say, legally acceptable. Yeah. Um, but not the craziest thing, right? It's not outrageous. It's not the absolute worst thing for, let's say, a 19-year-old to be dating a 16-year-old. It's maybe not great. But <laughs> are you re- like? Is that really something to like call the police over or? And which, uh, one, get... which one was the nineteen-year-old, the guy or the girl? The, it would have been the guy, right? Okay. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It just started this whole drama and like these South American and so this whatever it was, it happened in Europe. Um, and actually, no, it happened here. It was about a, f- a hostel in Florence. Um, Florence, as in. The metro station, oh, okay, the bus right. station, um, or like around there, around the, like in that area, I mean. Uh, and uh, yeah, the person, it was, I don't know, some weird situation where they didn't pay or whatever. And these South American um, uh, members of the Facebook group, they were freaking out. Like, how did the 16-year-old not get checked that like she's staying with like a legal guardian or something? It's like... Okay. Dude, we don't check everybody's legal guardianship. That Like, what are you talking about? Um, and he's like, what? That's insane. That's absolutely crazy that you're, not, uh, that you're not doing that. This is like, we absolutely, we do this. And it's like, okay, well, 
I don't know, man. Maybe that's because in South America you have to. Like maybe yeah. there's a bit more of like a, a human trafficking problem in your part of the world than there is over here. Yeah, um, yeah. And that might be part of the reason. Like this is – it's pretty normal for – like what if it's just like a, like a couple of cousins – you know, it, it, there's no indication that they were like a couple. It could have, mm. like, as in a romantic couple. Like, is it so outrageous for like two teenagers who were cousins to go on a backpacking trip around Europe a little bit? You know, maybe they're a fan of the same band and so they go to a different city and stay in the hostel. Like, are we going to check that? Probably not because that sounds like a pretty reasonable thing to do. Uh, but, Anyway, anyway, that's that's as, as much as I could think of. In, in our hostel, no, there weren't any rules. Okay, but I would yeah. say in other parts of the world, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe there are uh, restrictions yeah. and legal requirements for checking legal yeah. guardianship of your younger uh, patrons. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to being... Uh, I'm looking forward to having the um, hostel life over and done with. Just remember, mm. over and done with means... When something's finished and something specifically that you did that you didn't enjoy, you're ready mm-hmm. for it to finish. Um, and often a common phrase is to get something over and done with, and it's like an action that you, you don't really want to do this this action or this activity, but you have to. So you say, "Oh, let's get these reports over and done with." Um, but in this case, I'm not like doing anything. So then you'll say, "Have something over and done with." I'm looking forward to having this hostile life over and done with. Um, but I've got a few more weeks of hostels ahead of me because I'm staying in them in Hawaii, which is where I fly to next, and then in Mexico as well. Hopefully not Maui. No, no, not Maui. Um, that was crazy, though, because I booked the hostel uh, or I booked the flight to, uh, to Hawaii the day before those fires or the day before okay. they got big. So I booked it. I was like, yes, I'm going to go to Hawaii. This is going to be awesome. Go to sleep, wake up, check my phone. Hawaii is on fire. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> what is going wrong with this trip, you know? Um, but, dude, yeah, those, those fires looked awful. Like, right. truly apocalyptic. Mm. Um, I assume you've, you're up to date on everything. You, you've read everything mm. about it. Well, not, I don't want to say everything, but, yeah, like, I'm, I'm reasonably, like, yeah. in the know about it, yeah. What do you make of the whole, like, sirens not going off thing? Oh, I wasn't aware of that. That's, oh, that's really? pretty terrible. Yeah, And yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't even like a technical malfunction. It was an intentional decision by the head of the emergency department. He, well. thought, he thought that if, if, he, um, if, he, if he set the alarms off, um, that people would panic and run inland for some reason. I don't know uh-huh. why he thought this. Um, but yeah, that guy, uh, he's quit now. And uh, I think he's in a lot of trouble. Um, because I was reading these accounts, which is probably a good word. And a, a, a first-person account is someone's story about something real that happened. Um, so I've been reading people's accounts of what happened. And people were saying, like, they were, like, in bed, you know, and then the power went out. And they were like, oh, you know, this happens, this happens in, in Hawaii. We have the, the hurricane was coming. And then the phone lines went dead, right? So this is maybe a good expression, to go dead. The phone lines went dead. Yep. Now that, now that I've said it again, it sounds weird. Is it okay? 
Uh, well, look, we would just say to go down. I think yeah. we, you could just say to go down. But yeah, like the phone line is the phone lines are dead. Like that's yeah, perfectly yeah. normal. Yeah. So the phone the phone lines went down, and they just thought like, oh, it's just you know, just just a power cut, just a power cut or something. And they didn't know about the fire until they literally saw parts of their house burning. Or they looked uh-huh. out the window and saw their like garden fence on fire. And they were like, the fuck? Like, can you imagine being so unaware that you didn't notice until your like house was on fire? Isn't that insane? Yeah, because like this you know what's the situation with the smoke like yeah. is it that it's blowing in the opposite direction but like I, somehow burning towards you and you're just yeah. not aware that there's like this uh, approaching um wall of flames yeah i don't know it's, uh, i guess maybe if in your house maybe the smoke wouldn't get in that easily or something i don't know but like i, I heard this uh and then like other things like the fire was moving one mile a minute which yep. is in- insane um and then, like, people got in their cars and they were trying to sort of escape. But obviously, like, there was massive traffic jams because everyone was, everyone was trying to escape. And I read, I read, again, I read accounts of people saying they were, like, sitting in their car and they just saw the cars ahead of them literally just explode just because right. they got so hot. They just poof, up, in, up in smoke, up in flames. Um, can you imagine? That's, like, so insane, like... For some reason, it's even more insane when it's like a like a first world country, like a country like America. Like you're like people are just exploding in their cars in Hawaii. That's just like what? What is going uh-huh. on? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this is the world that we live in now, man. Like this is a, a intense um, climate events so are just more and more common, and it's going to be affecting yeah. more and more people, and uh, uh, more and more often in the first world. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, and then, of course, I was reading afterwards the accounts, or not, I guess not accounts, but um, the tourists who, like, didn't leave because they, they asked the tourists, like, please leave. You know, like, we need to focus on the residents of the island. And some of them did, but apparently most of them didn't. They were like, no, we, we, we paid for this holiday. This is my man. holiday. This is my yeah. holiday. Um, I'm not in that fucking village. I'm going to stay and enjoy my, enjoy my holiday. And, like, there was these people who were, like, complaining that, like, things had closed. Like, oh, there's no dolphin show today? What the hell? And they were, like, complaining and want their money back. And I'm like, what the hell? What? You know? Yeah. And there was one person who, this was the worst one. This has to be a Karen. Uh, ordered, like, a burger from that town that had just burnt down, like, three days ago. The town is gone. She ordered a burger from like a famous restaurant in that town and then started bitching that they wouldn't deliver because it had burnt down. And she's like, what? But I paid for it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, it's like, sorry, some people have slightly bigger problems at the moment. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Man, yeah. So, yeah. But, but my island was not affected, so um, hopefully it'll all be okay. And, yeah, then it'll be Mexico for a week and then back to Europe and... Looking forward to getting back to sweet, sweet Europe. It's a good place okay, to be. Okay, then. All right. Yeah. I'm sure we'll be glad to have you back as well. Oh, I'm looking forward to it, yeah. Um, and, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back as well because it's going to be Speak Like Me's six, sixth, sixth birthday. It's a pretty big deal. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so September 1st, Speak Like Me turns six years old. Um, still a toddler. 
which is a word for a baby that's like growing up and becoming like a, I guess, what was a it's toddler? It's like, like two to four years old, I would yeah, call okay. a toddler. So Speak Like Me is now a young child, um, which, is, which is nice. I'm pretty excited. We're going to have a little party, have a cake with a six on it. Um, it's going to be nice. We're not going to do the, stu the students coming thing this year. Okay. Because I, I can't be dealing with that, organizing that. Uh, but we'll have a nice little event for the teachers. It's going to be good sure. fun. It's going to be mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. Um, speaking of numbers, is there anything special about 52? Uh, 52 weeks in a year. No, oh, not yeah. really. No. The B52 uh, not bomber. That I can think of. Yeah, the B52s. Yeah. Uh, Chris. We have a mm -hmm. listener question this week. Sure. How exciting. Which actually, uh, it came out, or the, the question was here before uh, last episode, but I just forgot to read it out. Uh, so the question from Zbigniew, Zbigniew Sklensky, who writes, Dear Jacob and Chris, I would like to say that I listened to your podcast from the very beginning until now. Do you think it would be like fun to correct the English in the emails or just leave it? What do you think, Chris? It could be like a learning experience. Sure, but then maybe the person is really embarrassed about how, like, about there being, like, so many, like, if there are a lot of mistakes. And, could be. Uh, yeah, I would say no. All right, we'll leave it. We'll say it's perfect. Perfect English. It's been very nice. Um, I love your podcast. It is very funny and, of course, educational. Oh, thank you very much, Zbigniew. Um, I like your last bonus episode, A Lesson with Catchy. Oh, Chris, you're in trouble. Uh, uh -huh. I would. <laughs> you're gonna be. Uh, what's the word? Uh, there's a word for this. Made redundant. Yeah, yeah, but there's like a funny native word, like bumped off, maybe. No. Um, when like someone, you know, in a TV show or something, someone like more famous or something or better comes along, and someone else just gets, replaced. Yeah, but I feel like there's a word for... Okay, it doesn't matter, yeah. If there is, I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, I liked your last bonus episode, Lesson with Catchy. I would like to have lessons like this with you. Really, Spinier? Well, that's very convenient because we happen to be a language school and provide lessons exactly like that. And that was the point of that podcast, A Lesson with Catchy, which you can go and check out. It was the one, two episodes before this one, just to show people what a lesson looks like. It's very much like, like this. It's having a conversation but when you make lots of mistakes, we fix them. We use our leaflets, we show you why it's wrong. And then we also have like a specific learning point, little box from the leaflet each episode. But they're very conversational and fun, no nasty worksheets. Uh, then he also says, uh, I can also help you with your check. So we can help each other if possible. Um, then he mentions some podcasts that he has. Uh, so he's also a podcaster, that's cool. Um, and then he asks his uh, question. I would like to ask you, what is the difference between at all and whatsoever? Can you give me some examples, please? Best regards, Zbigniew Sklensky. Firstly, lovely name, Sklensky. I guess it means like glass, right? Glass, glass man. Uh, like Sklenar is a person that installs glass um, okay. or like blows glass, I suppose. Um, but yes, yeah, Sklensky, I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so thank you for your lovely email. Um, what's it called? Sorry. Yeah, thank you very much. That's uh, very, yeah. very nice of you. Very nice. And we're, very, we're always very happy to get emails. So as for your question, um, the difference between at all and whatsoever, Chris, does anything immediately come to mind for you? Because for me, they seem pretty much like synonyms. Yeah, 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 I would say so. I would say that may, like at all is uh, we would use that much more often 
And whatsoever is when you really, really want to emphasize and put something, uh, uh, yeah, just really emphasize it. Yeah. Um, like it, it, it seems pretty normal to say, oh, you know, my, my, my phone, it doesn't have any battery at all. Like that's just a normal thing. To, like it would yeah. be a bit too extra to say my battery, my phone doesn't have any battery whatsoever. Yeah. It's like, all right, man, feeling pretty strong about that, I hear. I, I, I see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the, I, I would agree completely 100% that at all we use a lot more, but whatsoever we use just in those times that you want to really stress it, really emphasize. Like you can, like, um, if, if, if you say like, uh, I don't know, um, um, you, you go and see an English lesson and, and they didn't teach you anything. Uh, didn't mm -hmm. do any grammar, any correction. You'd say, they didn't correct you, like, whatsoever? Like, not even a little bit? And they go, no, not... Oh, fuck, I'm going to mess this up. I can't speak English anymore. Not whatsoever? <laughs> no, you wouldn't Just, say... Okay, so that's... Oh, shit. That, that's the oh, thing. I so fucked you this say, up. You would say, not at all. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, shit. Yeah, they did, yeah, you could say, they did not correct me whatsoever, but you couldn't say, not whatsoever. Yeah. You would have to say... Yeah, yeah. Not at all. Okay, how about something like, I didn't understand that guy whatsoever. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that maybe that's the thing. Whatsoever needs to be with like a longer sentence. Yeah. Like a more properly formed sentence. Uh-huh. Uh and yeah, that's, that's, that's all I can think of. Okay. Uh, so there you go. So there you go, Spinex. So I hope that kind of slightly answers your question. Use at all, like vubets a lot more. But whatsoever, only when you want to really kind of stress it, you know. And it's always negative as well. Like it's like I didn't understand him whatsoever. Yeah. yeah okay. And so just to really clarify that, yeah, is with negative sentences, I do not yes. have any interest at all. Yeah. I am not interested whatsoever. All right. Yeah. It's uh, you. You wouldn't say yeah. I have water at all. That that doesn't make sense. It needs to be, I don't have any water yeah. at all. Something one of my students did this week is they used it in a positive sense. Like they said, like, um, I understood it at all. She right. wanted to say, like, I completely understood it. So that's what you say in positive. Positive is like completely. I, compl I understand you completely. Or totally, or totally, or absolutely, whatever. But yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you can't use but at all. Negative is I don't understand you at all. And actually, then as the quick answer, you can say really not at all. You still put the not there, so there has to be a negative somewhere. Really not at all. So there you go. So that is that. Hope that answered your question, Zvinyak. And for all of our other listeners, if you've got any questions about English, uh, about vocab, grammar, personal questions for me or Chris, where can they email Chris? Uh, at podcast at speaklikeme.cz. Lovely, lovely. All right, Chris. We'd love to hear from you, so write to us, please. We would. We would love to hear from you. Uh, all right, shall we learn some stuff? Um, should we just Very quickly, week, hopefully. Very quickly. Yeah, what, what time are we at? Yeah. We're at 51 minutes. We've got a bit of time. Uh, I have a word uh, that I would really like to do. Um, Chris, do you have any particular topics that you would like to talk about, like fun stuff from the last week you've taught? Anything come to mind? Um, oh, wait, I did, I did have something 
that I can't remember off the top of my head uh, right now. But you okay. go on and maybe right, I'll, I'll remember I'll do it. my one. And if, if anything comes to, comes to mind, um, then you can, you can pipe in. Sure. Jump yeah, in. Okay. Jump in. Yeah. All right. So one of these actually came up today in the lesson I taught just before this podcast. Um, is the expression, as with all. As with all. Um, someone was asking me in the lesson, like, uh, like, d did you did you have a meeting with that with that teacher? And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. As with all of our teachers, we meet at least you know once every couple of months to see how things are going. And I just realised that's quite a nice little expression, as with all, because it's like a quicker version of saying like it's the same as with all of our teachers. But you don't need to say all this like same thing. You just say as with. Um, so if people ask me like, oh, did you, uh, I, I don't know, um, do you send like reports to your clients to, or to that client? I can say, yeah, like as with all of our clients, we always inform them about what's going on. And it means the same as with all of them. Um, Chris, can you think of an example sentence, maybe something about these episodes of our podcast? Uh, as with all of our episodes, <laughs> the words will not be uploaded to any application <laughs> anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, so yeah. as with So it's as supposed with to be like it applies, like the thing that applies to all of our, uh, to all of these things, right? Like the same thing applies to all of these items, all of these yeah. objects, whatever it is. The same thing applies to all of our teachers. The same thing applies to all of our clients. The same thing applies to all of our podcast episodes. But in, instead of saying that, we say, as with all of our clients, as with all of our students, as with mm -hmm. all of our podcast episodes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was one sort of like mini topic I have. I have a, another thing I'd like to mention, but has your thing come back to you yet? Uh, not fully. Okay. Uh, so yeah, go on. <laughs> But partially, like, is it is it coming back? Like, oh, okay. Maybe this one. This is a this is kind of a good um, uh, okay. kind of a good word um, to talk about know how, mm. having the know how to do something. Uh, I taught that earlier this week, and I thought that that was uh, that was pretty good. And it just means having uh, some sort of like specific skill or knowledge in a particular area, um, maybe with your specific work. Um, uh, your specific job or a specific task, right? So, uh, you know, you can't just go in and be a carpenter or a plumber, right? You need to learn. You need to have the know-how. You need to know how to do it, right? And, uh, yeah, that's that's true of just about anything, right? When when a company loses a an employee, it's it's only with the most basic kinds of positions is it really easy to just replace them with another warm body mm -hmm. right you lose some know-how and even if you train you hire another person and they're very smart they've been to university and they have all of the qualifications um there is still a little bit of like the know-how within the company of how this per like the, this former employee did this yeah. and that and whatever specific to their company uh, they knew how to do it. They had mm -hmm. this know-how. Yeah. This is something I've always found really interesting because uh, I like business and talking about business and companies and stuff. Um, and I always find it so interesting, 
like what a company is, because it's essentially people, right, who have things in their heads, and then maybe also some some physical products you have or something. But it's a lot of a lot of it is about the people, um, and often when companies get acquired, and to be acquired or to sorry to get acquired is when you're bought by another company. But we just say acquired mm. for companies. When you get acquired, um, very often a lot of those people in the company leave because they don't want to be part of this new massive company. And then I'm like, wow, so what did that company actually acquire? It's like, because a lot of those people have to be replaced by people who don't have the same know-how, you know. This actually happened in one of our uh, ex-clients. It was like a pharmaceutical company. They got bought, they got acquired by another company. Then half the people left who had, actually, mm. who had all the skills, who actually did the main work, because I was teaching one of the main people. And she was like, yeah, all the people who actually make this thing work, they're all leaving. The only people who are staying are like the junior people and the assistants and like they don't actually know anything. And I was like, mm. so what did they just pay like $4 billion for? It's crazy, you know? Yeah. So I just I always so think about So they lost all that. of the know-how. Yeah. They, yeah, they lost all the know-how, exactly. Um, can I teach my one little thing? I think I can do it in two minutes and then we can wrap up. Sure. Go yeah. ahead. So... I like this expression a lot. Um, I love teaching different expressions with effort. Now, remind me, if we talked about this last time because I'm starting to get weird deja vu, but um, there's lots of expressions with effort. And most Czech people, they learn the expression like make effort or make an effort. Like you need to make an effort in university or you're not going to you know, pass your exams, which is fine. Make effort. You do make effort. But there's other expressions with effort that I would say are used much more uh, commonly. Uh, I didn't mention this last time, Chris. This, I'm not repeating myself. Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. This is new. Okay, so there's two expressions with effort that are used very often, which is put into and go into. Um, we use put into when you say who did that effort, who made that effort. For example, I can say, Chris, I can tell that you put a lot of effort into this lesson plan. It means I can see he made that effort. Chris put a lot of effort into uh, making this lesson plan. What I love about this expression is you, you just put effort into, and nearly always you say like a lot of. You put a lot of effort into this. What's nice about this phrase, it's not only with effort, you can use other things as well. Like he put a lot of time into this presentation. He put a lot of money into this presentation. Like he got some props, you know, he paid some money. Uh, he put a lot of work into it. Um, and what's maybe even more cool about this is you can put the, all those things together. You can say, Chris, I can tell that you put a lot of time, money, and effort into this presentation. So I really appreciate it. It's like a nice expression. Put something into something. Um, and you're always saying who. Who did it? Go into the other expression is when you don't want to say who made that effort or who made that uh, you know, whatever. You just start off the sentence with the effort. You can say, wow, I can tell that a lot of effort went into this new website. I don't know who made that website, but I can still see that a lot of effort went into it. So it's more passive. I don't know who did the thing. And again, you can use it with time and money. I can, I can tell that a lot of time, money, and effort went into uh, this new website. Really nice little expression. Uh, so put, remember, is when you say the person. So PP, put person. He put a lot of effort into this. But go into is when you don't say who did it. Do you like those expressions, Chris? 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's something I use very often. It's very practical because of how multi-use it is. Not just effort, it's time, it's money, it's effort, it's care, it's attention. Many things you can put things into. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's <laughs> like got a sort of weird twist at the end. Um, I've got another expression as well, but I think I'll save it for next time because it's also about effort and it's good to not do too many similar expressions at the same time. Um, Chris, anything else you'd like to mention or are we sort of good to wrap up? I think we're good to wrap up. Yeah? Okay, cool. Um, so, guys, that was episode 52. Bit of a, bit of a casual, casual chat this week. Um, but I hope you enjoyed it. Lots of good words came up. We had the effort thing. Uh, to do something willy-nilly is <laughs> when you do it without even caring. Uh, no. Or, or yeah, kind of without, yeah, without care, without yeah. um, consideration, without thinking too much about it. Yeah, like he, he just throws out the C-bomb, the C-word, willy-nilly. To anyone, mothers, parents, children, whatever, willy-nilly. <laughs> C-bombs everywhere. Do we say C-bomb or do we only say that with F-bomb? No, it's yeah, C-bomb. Yeah? yeah? Okay, cool. Um, you live and you learn. I told you so. Um, and I'm sure some other good stuff came up as well that I forgot to write down. So, guys, if you enjoyed the episode, the best thing you can do for us is stars, stars, stars. Uh, we want stars everywhere on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and on Google as well. We're trying to really get more stars on Google. So when people type in Speak Like Me or they type in Language School Prague, we'll pop up at the top. Um, so, yeah, feel free to give us some stars. Uh, the links for all that stuff are in the description to make it nice and easy for you. Um, like I said, we make English courses for Czech people. Um, the courses exist in every format, in video format, in book format, and in leaflet format. And currently, everything's for free. Even the book, it's insane. And it's all on the website, speaklikeme.cz. And you can see at the top, it'll say video courses, app, book, whatever. And you can just get everything. Um, it's all explained on there, so I'm not going to waste your ears with it now. Uh, like I said, if you have any questions, you can email us at podcast.speaklikeme.cz. We're on YouTube, we're on Instagram, we're everywhere. And we now also have nice weekly what's new in Speak Like Me emails. Chris, did you see it? Uh, yes, I did. Did you like it? Very interesting. So I spent yeah. literally the weekend designing that. You put a lot of effort into it? Yes. <laughs> I put a lot of effort, time, and uh, care into that email. Um, I really did. So I, I hope I hope people will like it. It's just like a little reminder of like the new video for that week and the new word. And, you know, so I hope people like all that stuff. All right, guys, it's been a real pleasure being in your ears again. Um, I'm looking forward to episode 53, which will be from some other part of the world. But soon we'll be back drinking scotch in the studio in person. It's going to be awesome. Chris, anything you'd like to sign off with? Uh, no, just thank you very much for listening, as always. Uh, it has been a more casual one, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, as as uh, Jacob said, soon enough we'll be back to our uh, usual uh, podcasting standards and uh, yes. uh, the way that we had been doing it for a very, very long time. And I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Exactly. These sort of we just wanted to sort of to keep it up, even when I'm traveling, so it, we don't stop. But it is def it has been a lot more casual. But when we're back in Prague, we're going to really step up our game. We're going to be bringing in a lot of new cool stuff. It's going to be awesome. So, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time in episode 53. Thank you very much. See you next time. Ta-ta for now. Okay. Always have to finish with something. Weird.